this is Chelsea, Emma, and Julia, and we're Friends on Art. We met in grad school getting our MFAs, and now we're taking you along on our adventures to galleries and museums in New York City. Just artists talking about why they love art. This is Julia, and thanks for listening to our second episode. If you listen closely, you might hear my radiator blasting behind me in the background because it is a frigid day to go see Pippalotti wrists, prickling goosebumps, and a humming horizon at Hauser & Wirth's 22nd Street location and also at Luring Augustine's 24th Street location for a two-part show. So, let's go! Oh, you Garbage. like this coat? I know you like this coat. That's why I put it on. <laughs> <laughs> Who's laying on their horn like that? Yeah. This is why I always yeah. take the other out. Oh, you, what you gotta do Just is harmonize with... Oh, with I feels like I'm walking in the timeless. Everyone's in kind of a weird mood today. I, I, I came into this so prepared, and I feel like... No, Julia, you did so much work. Isn't that always the truth? That's why we wanted you on this so bad. Is this open? I don't think we should do this, Julia. Okay. So true. Before I got here, I was like, I don't... I, the world is so bleak. <laughs> we got here. It's so cold. It's like 18 <laughs> degrees. Yeah, it's, it feels like 11. Yeah, uh. it's really windy too. And outside yeah. it's so desaturated with winter, and I feel like we're about to enter into yeah. a whole new world in here. I That's love it. so true. I feel like a little Nordic girl right now. I need to go ice fishing. <laughs> um, before we go in, have you guys heard of Pippalotti Wrist? No. I haven't, actually. No. Except from you, because you told us your big shirt that you made, uh-huh. Julia, was like their work, and then you sent us their big underwear. Yes. But I, <laughs> I kind of am going into this very unaware, cool. I think. Me too. Have you seen a lot of installation and projection video art? No. I would say I've seen a lot, and I haven't liked it almost okay. ever, because it's always at the Whitney. What, what does it make you feel? Like, what do you think of when you think of video art? It, it makes me anxious because I feel like I have to watch something for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, like, I want... You get impatient. I want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, like, can't. Because I yeah. feel like I need to keep moving through the, through the situation. Yeah. I just sometimes feel like anyone can assemble a bunch of, like, things in a room. <laughs> like, this isn't... I guess I'm just like a painting hoe. I'm like, yeah. look at it, look at this painting. I know. <laughs> and then I'm gonna like, quote you oh, on. I can assemble anything in a room. Yeah. Oh, a neon light, a shirt, like you know. <laughs> but I want. I'm. I'm have a very open mind, okay. and I'm excited. Yeah. Cool. Like I, I always have an open mind. I think I like this more than other things I've seen. All right. <laughs> Pippalotti's exhibit transforms both rooms on the first floor of Hauser & Wirth with dark painted walls and low lighting. We are greeted first by inviting gymnastic rings hanging from the ceiling, neon projections, and cluttered curated mantelpieces. The back room is cavernous with three carpeted room installations. Visitors sit in mid-century furniture next to fun lamps. The attendant invites us to remove our shoes. The first work we discuss is Do Not Abandon Me Again, 
a loosely made queen-sized bed with a projection that evokes a sense of falling through outer space. At times, a woman, who we assume to be the artist, free falls in the middle. Viewers are encouraged to lay or sit on the bed. It's almost hard to talk at normal volume because the space is so peaceful. I'm finding it quite anxiety-inducing. <laughs> Do you not like it at all? I like it. But I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I'm gonna be real, this is like making me feel so calm. My spine is feeling good in the middle of my spine. You know why? Because <laughs> you stretched out on those. Oh, because I stretched out on those bo- Oh, we. Oh, so we came in to the exhibit and there were these rings hanging from the ceiling. And I was like, can we swing on those as a joke? But then they were like, yeah, <laughs> you can. No. They said you can hang on it, but you can't swing. Hi. I can't have any swinging, but okay. Okay, sorry. The child in me came. It got too crazy. Yeah. You got a good spine stretch. But either way, my right shoulder cracked extremely loudly. Reminds me of those interactive Van Gogh exhibits. <laughs> Have you been to one? No, I haven't. Oh. I've only seen commercials, but this is how I kind of imagine the it would, yeah. be, it would be like. Where it's about like being in a space that you'd never get to be in. I feel like this is kind of like what you want to be able to do in like your home, where you can like try and curate a vibe in your home but to the, like, nth degree. It also sort of feels like I'm coming as a character into an A24 movie, <laughs> and I'm entering the house of some really wealthy, eclectic person. But I'm having trouble figuring out what the artist has made, if they've made anything at all. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, because I'm like... I don't understand why this isn't just like an experience cafe that you can go to and chill in. Mm -hmm. I don't understand like what it's what it's been created except for like a experience, I guess. Yeah, Emma, I agree with you because I don't see anything except found materials in this room we're in. Everything's a bunch of furniture like arranged in the room with lights. And then the other room there is more collage assemblage type of sculptures but in here i'm sorry i'm distracted this bed smells weird does it yeah probably a lot of people have laid on it smell it Mm Mhm. it smells a bit like um moldy Mm -hmm. well i have a question for you guys back in the day when art was displayed it was in a salon and at least in western culture it was in a salon and you would see art in a more living room type environment Mm. like there would be pictures on pictures and wallpapered walls and carpet and lounging chairs and now we see art she opens tiktok (laughs) so sorry that's like the, the adhd gen z in me i started opening tiktok but anyways, Sorry. <laughs> so we see art more in, 
we see art more in the white cube gallery right. and what and so she's the, doing the is the art is the salon say more it's like okay let's take the salon where all the art was on view take the art away and it's just a living room well, it's more than just a living room. Not only are our spaces where we view art more like the White Cube Gallery, but also people's living rooms look more like the White Cube Gallery than they do in like a comfy, personalized living room. You mean these days, like with mm-hmm. the, with this style, like minimalist style, like Scandinavian, have. yeah, minimalism. That's true. So, what does that have to do with this? I mean, yes, it's. I feel like in my mind, it's part of the art, but really, it's creating a space to be able to see her art which i i view more as her projection and her sense of light and so she's creating a space that's different where we normally are standing and walking and seeing things but instead we're invited in to sit and to be comfortable Mm -hmm. i do really appreciate this experience as being something i've never done before which is really fun and, you know, coming into this gallery in particular, I'm like, you never expect to, like, lay in a bed in Hauser and Worth. Yeah, and I did notice it does seem like the projections are the most, like, crafted thing. Like, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a lot of intentionality, and they're really colorful, and they move sort of like a lava lamp. But then parts are really fast, like trees, like shadows from trees. They're really beautiful. That's, yeah, true. You see the blue spotlight on the wall? There's a traveling blue light. Go inside it. That is like what Chelsea's doing right now, which is like getting up from the bed to go stand in the spotlight. I feel like that's something special about this exhibit is that it is what it does to the people who visit it is like if you can kind of picture yourself like running around and prancing around or sitting and doing like weird stuff that you would never do in an art gallery. Yeah, it makes you want to move. Yeah. Or, or, well, or, or not. <laughs> like us. We're both just chilling on the bed while Chelsea roams after a floating light. <laughs> Should we follow her? Sure. I really keep following all the, the spots. Mm-hmm. What, are you, what did she call those? Um, petting colors, I believe. Petting or? colors. Yeah, there's these spotlights that go all over the room really slowly and I love watching them I feel the same yeah Yeah. I think that the projections moving across the furniture is what captures my attention the most it does make me think of like light coming through a tree like you said earlier Chelsea do you think we should move to the next gallery let's do it I feel like we probably passed it. We're almost at the end. Luring Augustines. Luring. 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 Was it that? Is it this colorful? I knew it. I thought I, that looked familiar. That The door is very undercover. We are now at Luring Augustines Gallery, where Pipilotti recreates a dark suburban backyard with building facades, shutters, awnings, a picnic table, and evocative projection of trees. We are standing in a corner that feels like a backyard at twilight of the projection piece titled Neighbors Without Fences. So this this corner takes me right into where I grew up in the suburbs because and standing here the music and the lights it makes me think of nights with my friends when we sit in the backyard smoke pot 
stare at the stars, listen to music. And just kind of like the worn downness of a backyard. But the thing about this corner, there's a bike and a grill and, a, and an umbrella, a fence, chairs that I'm pretty sure my friend Ben has these exact same chairs. <laughs> yeah, they're really familiar. They're, they're like the metal, white metal kind of grady chairs. Um, but the whole wall is lined with rubble. Mm-hmm. And it makes me think that this, almost this place like was it was bombed or something so there's an element of um destruction but it could also just be like the remnants of building like how in the suburbs something is always being built and kind of the waste or something but i don't know i liked this corner because it just feels familiar to me yeah the projections and, and maybe also to the rubble i'm thinking about how these these objects experience time and how the moving projection feels like this play on lived time and how they live lives outside of us and outside of our time and and actually the first uh gallery we went to there was chelsea and i were looking in this tiny dollhouse and there was this rock that was really small inside and a projection was just blasting like it seemed like a stop motion of photos And I got this sense of this rock almost experiencing all these moments that were projected onto it in fast motion. And I'm getting that feeling here too, where everything is standing still and this video is moving around us. And it's like time is zooming past these objects and living lives that are beyond us. I mean, kind of like you said, we all know someone who owns this chair and I feel like we're recognizing how an item can be used beyond us. We move on to the back room where we are encouraged to lay on the floor with provided pillows and look up at the piece titled Big Skin, where there are three oblong floating shapes. I feel a sense of optimism about the future and I have a weird kind of feeling that I'm fine with technology (laughs) and nature working together it's almost like a strange new feeling that's a weird thing for me having grown up you know in a farm town closing my eyes made me think that the music is probably my favorite part of the exhibit really yeah because I I like like weird repetitive drony music. <laughs> and I guess I'm not that impressed with the like light. Uh, you don't like them? I like them. I can't stop opening my eyes. I didn't want to really close them cuz I just want to look at these. This projection reminds me a lot of the opening scenes in Tree of Life by Terrence Malick where you're seeing the birth of the universe. There's a lot of particles and floating matter. It's really colorful and heavenly. Yeah, I feel like I could lay here for a really long time. And I was just thinking that these look like the mask that the phantom wears in Phantom of the Opera. (laughs) I was thinking they look like elephant ears at the fair. Do you guys ever had those? (laughs) You never had an elephant ear? 
it's this it's fried dough with the sugar on it <laughs> it reminds me of watching the the screensaver on the windows <laughs> and i don't mean that as a drag i'm trying to think of an actual memory Should we just sit and look at it? Yes. Laying in the room with the projections made me think of something that I think happens a lot when you're looking at art, which is that I feel like when we got here, there, I think that sometimes there can be a move too quickly to like analyzing and talking and deciding about art. And I, I think that different people process art at different speeds. Yes, so, like, when we were laying in the projection room, I was, like, I think I was, like, unable to process what I was looking at and um, engage in, like, having conversation about it with you guys. Mm -hmm. And then, like, Chelsea got up and left, and I moved to a different corner, and I just looked at it for a little while, and I felt, like... I could actually process it a little bit more and like my opinion of it changed as I sat in silence with it. So I think that's just an interesting thing to think about and talk about is like that when you go see art, like you should try and just sit and look and not talk or think for a, a while. If that, and even just to like try that or like if you're someone who knows exactly what you think right away, like that's cool too. It just made me think about that. And yeah. Yeah. Recording. I think there's something also, and I hate to use this word because I'm not even sure if it's right, antithetical. I think there's something antithetical to this kind of art to like explain it because it's so much about just feeling. Thanks for joining Friends on Art. Friends on Art is Chelsea Sundy, Emma Kasterdudzik, and Julia Hembree-Smith. This episode was edited by Julia Hembree-Smith. Our theme music is by Charles Kasterdudzik.